Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, my dear friends. We have a great word for you again today. And the word of the Lord is always great. If it comes to comfort, if it comes to correct, if it comes to encourage, that word is always in love and always powerful and always full of miracles. And I believe especially today we have a wonderful word for you. And I want to speak about Jehovah Nissi. Jehovah Nissi is one of the names of God and even better said Yahweh Nissi. But Jehovah Nissi, well, you know, Many times we go somewhere to meet someone for the first time and maybe we introduce ourselves. Hello, I'm John. Hello, I'm Paul. I'm Peter, whatever your name may be. But when God introduced himself and showed his name to us, it was not merely a name that he mentioned, but it was an experience with him. And I pray that today, that name Jehovah Nissi will not just be a name. Oh, okay, so now I know that's also one of the names of God. Good to know, good to know. No, it will be more than that. It will be an experience with him and that he will prove himself to be Jehovah Nissi in your life and that you may call upon him as Jehovah Nissi and be under him as Jehovah Nissi because Jehovah Nissi means the Lord is my banner. Oh, what a wonderful name. He is our banner. And maybe you say, well, it's a little bit strange. The Lord is my banner. I understand it. Yes, maybe I don't understand it. What does it really mean? Well, that's why we have that experience and it's written down in the book of Exodus. And we're going to read the book of Exodus chapter 17 and I'm going to read the whole story verse 8 unto 15. And I believe only once this name, Jehovah Nissi, is mentioned in the Bible, but that makes it even more special for us to experience it today. This story is about Moses, about Joshua, about the people of God, and about an enemy of the people of God called the Amalekites. And the Amalekites, they were a terrible enemy, and they were a war kind of people. They loved to have war and they were good in war, but they were also fighting in a way that was not fair. They would come behind and take the weak ones, the ones that were at the end of the crowd, the slow ones, the weak ones, and that's how they would progress and they would kill the enemy. But the Bible says that we have to deal with Amalek even from generation to generation, even today. And how is that so? Well, Amalekites are a type of the old man. And every generation has to deal with the old man. And the old man, he fights, he loves to make war. He's always in enmity against the Spirit of God. He's always fighting against the Spirit of God. And he also prays on the weak. And he prays upon the weak spots in our life. And using those weaknesses in our life to bring us down. But you can have victory, hallelujah, over the Amalekites. You can have victory over the old fleshly nature, the old man. And you can have it 
because Jehovah Nissi is your banner. Oh, hallelujah. And that will give you the victory in your life. So the strategy that we find here is the strategy that we can use in our life to have victory today over the Amalekites in our life. Well, I hope you understand this. Remember, we read the Bible as history, which is there. We read it prophetically as what it says and uh, as it cuts through all these things that we are seeing today and brings us the truth, the prophetic voice, and also regarding the future. But we can also read it many times as it shows pictures and types, and it shows us to uh, things in the life stories that reveal spiritual truths. And so today we're finding this story, which is a historical story, but it's also a prophetic word for us today. It cuts through all these things that we are feeling and seeing today, hearing, but it's also something that is showing a picture of a spiritual truth so we may understand how to deal with these things in our life. The Amalekites, verse 8 of chapter 17, came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. And Moses said to Joshua, choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. And so Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered. And Moses, Aaron, and her went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held up his hands with the staff of God in his hands, it says the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held his hands up, one on one side, one on the other, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. And so Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. And then the Lord said to Moses, write this on a scroll as something to be remembered and make sure that Joshua hears it because I will completely blot out the name of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called it, the Lord is my banner. And he said, because hands were lifted up against the throne of the Lord, the Lord will be at war against the Amalekites from generation to generation. This is a peculiar story. <laughs> In some ways, it's a strange story. But what a powerful story, what a picture. And especially if you start to see the spiritual meaning behind it and what it means for you and me even today, even today. Well, you had the Amalekites and they were those nomad people who loved to make war, especially against the Israelites. And as I said, they fought in a strong, powerful way. They were too strong for Joshua and his men if they would have only come against Amalek in their own strength with their weapons, their swords, their spears, and their shields. But there was a secret there, a secret that gave success to Joshua and his band to the people of God. And that secret was Joshua was fighting under the banner of Moses who had his hands and the staff of God 
lifted high. Now that staff was a wonderful thing there. That was in one way a dead stick. I mean, the staff was nothing more than a dead stick. But God uses things that are meaningless in life to prove that it's not that thing that you are using, but it's his spirit at work. This is a a powerful thing to know. Why does God do miracles in different ways? And why does he use simple and strange instruments to bring success and give victory? Well, if he used other means, we would boast ourselves and think it's our strength or it's the instruments that we are using. What can a dead stick do? Yes, but a dead stick in the hands of the man of God, under the anointing of God, it can split open the sea. Oh, when Moses touched that stick, that staff in the water, the water turned into blood in Egypt. When he raised it above the Red Sea, it says the Red Sea opened up before them and there was a path that they could go through. And even in the same chapter, in chapter 17, let's just read verse five and verse six. It says, the Lord answered Moses, go out in front of the people, take with you some of the elders of Israel and take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile and go. I will stand there before you by the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock and water will come out for the people to drink. And so Moses did this in the sight of the elders of Israel. Moses took that rod and he struck the rock and water flowed, enough water to give all the people of Israel to drink more and plenty, all that they needed. Oh, that was a mighty miracle. Oh, the rock, it symbolizes Christ. And that staff, it symbolizes the cross. Oh, the cross is that point of change also in our life. What a mighty word there. And so Moses was told by the Lord, go to the mountain top where you can look down upon Joshua and his men and the Amalekites as they are doing battle together and take in your hand that rod. And I want you to lift up that rod in prayer as they are fighting. Well, I don't know if Moses knew beforehand that if he lifted it up, the Israelites would win. And if he lowered his staff, then the Amalekites would win. But somehow he found out, and I don't think it took too long, that he found out as he had that staff and his hands up, the Israelites were winning. And when he got fatigued and tired and the hands came down, well, the Amalekites were winning. And so he tried to keep it up And it was a long battle. Yes, fighting Amalek, fighting the old man is a long battle. It doesn't change and go overnight. It's a long battle. And you need to keep those hands up. You need to keep that staff up, the cross of Christ up and look to that and keep your eyes upon it. But he got weary. Well, I don't know if you've ever tried it. I would tell you, try it. Take take a long stick. It doesn't have to be a very heavy one. And just... Keep it up in the air and see how long you can keep it up in the air. You'll be surprised that you won't be able to keep it up all day. It's a heavy-duty job. And they saw this connection. And so they knew they needed to help Moses that his hands would remain up. And they brought a stone for him that he could sit on it. Well, this helped, but it didn't do the job completely, totally. 
So Aaron, his brother, and her, another man, they each went to his side and they were holding up his hands so that those hands remained up the whole day, even until the sun set. And while they were keeping up those hands, Joshua was fighting. Joshua was fighting. God said, go and fight against Amalek. Oh, we cannot leave Amalek alone. We cannot let him prey upon our weakness and let him take control of our life, of our marriage, of our family, of our ministry, of our finances, etc., etc. No, in the name of the Lord, we need to fight against him. But if we go and do battle against him with our earthly weapons, in our own strength, We will fail and we will not last and we will not win. Oh, the secret of Joshua's success, the secret of Joshua's victory was that he was under the banner of Moses, under the banner of his lifted hands, under the banner of the rod that was high before the Lord. You know, in olden days, but it's still even so today, kingdoms, they had a banner and there was a symbol on that banner. And those banners had specific colors and the colors and the symbols, they represented a king. And those that carried that banner, that flag with that picture on it, with those colors on it, they would fight under that banner. They would fight for that king. They would be one with that king, one with that kingdom. They were fighting for the honor of that king. They were fighting under the authority of that king. They were fighting with that king's support and that king's blessing. And so when they went into battle, you would see those flags high and you would immediately see, oh, they represent that group. They represent that kingdom. Oh, and they represent that kingdom. And that's how they knew. And you know, we also are fighting under the banner, under the banner of Jehovah Nissi, who is our banner, hallelujah. Under the cross of Jesus where he gave his life. And that's the secret of our strength. The cross is our secret, not just that piece of wood. No, what is the cross? It is a piece of wood, but yet it symbolizes something for us. It symbolizes the place where Christ gave his life for us where he depleted himself completely and wholly to give us his life, his authority, his power, his strength, his victory. Hallelujah today. Rejoice with me today as you are under the banner of Christ, under the banner of Jehovah Nissi. You are fighting in his anointing, in his name, for his honor, yes, for his power. Oh, and through his power, you will have success and victory. Hallelujah. And so it was not difficult to see and to know and to understand. Why did Joshua win? Well, he did his job. Yes, you must do your job. He did his part. He went and he fought with all his might and all his strength. But He was not depending on himself for success. He was depending upon Moses. He was depending upon those arms lifted high. He was depending upon that rod that was lifted high and that 
did not fail him, but it gave him the victory. Oh, my dear friends, we must go into battle. Yes, this whole life is a battle against darkness, the foes of darkness that are coming against us, but we are not fighting with carnal weapons. No, we know that we are fighting in the name of the Lord. I like it. David understood this. The little shepherd boy, David, understood this. When Goliath came and he was shouting at David, David said, well, you come against me with sword and with spear, but I'm coming in the name of the Lord God of Israel, the Lord of hosts. Oh, hallelujah, my dear friend. Oh, don't think that you are a Christian now and now you need to prove for God that you are able. You need to prove to God that you love him. You need to prove to God that you are strong and mighty. You will fail if you do it in your own strength and power and wisdom. But hallelujah, you are a Christian. Oh, you are a child of God. And now you are under the banner of Jehovah Nissi. You are under the banner of the cross that is lifted high and success is guaranteed. Oh, blessings are guaranteed. Victory is guaranteed. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ, the son who overcame all. His name is the highest name. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue will confess that he is Lord. I like this story so much. And today, I want to encourage you. You know, you can find yourself in different parts in this story. Yes, we are like Joshua and his men fighting Amalek. But maybe in some part you are like a Moses. Oh, you need to keep those hands up. And maybe you're tired. Oh, when you're tired, I hope that today you have a friend, a dear brother, sister, a family member, a church member that is helping you, your pastor. Maybe you are a pastor. Well, I hope you have great church members who are lifting you up, who are holding up your arms, who are helping you that you can keep your arms lifted high, that God can give his victory. Oh, yes, the battle is the Lord's. Victory is his. But yes, we need him and we need to help each other to keep those arms high, to keep the cross high. Sometimes we get weary. Sometimes we get tired. Sometimes we're disappointed and we let those arms come down. But today, raise them up once again. Lift it to the Lord in prayer and know that you and your family are under the banner Jehovah Nissi. You and your church are under the banner Jehovah Nissi and God is with you and will give you victory. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus right now, if there's someone looking or listening to this broadcast and they need forgiveness of sin as they repent right now, as they call upon your name, as they proclaim that they believe in Jesus Christ to be the Son of God, the one who paid the price for our sins, who died and who rose again and is alive today forevermore and coming back to fetch us. Lord, Forgive them of all their sins. Cleanse them right now. Write their name in the book of life and bless them with your presence in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for all those that are a Christian, but they are failing and falling in their life. That old man is taking control and bringing them down and praying on their weakness today, Lord, as they look upon the cross. Today, Lord, as their hands are going up in prayer, 
as they are looking to you for victory. Bless them in the name of Jesus. Give them the victory right now over that old man. Give them the victory over the weaknesses in their life and strengthen them in the mighty, all-powerful name of Jesus Christ. I thank you, you will do it. And to you be all glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 